I'm gonna make this place your Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I am one of the hosts here today and my name is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty and I am here with Marcia Talbot, Associate Broker, Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And Christine Koenig, Howard Hanna Rand Realty, licensed in New York and New Jersey. And today Uh we have a super special guest and I believe he's on the line. Joe, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Would you like to introduce yourself, please? Uh, my name is Joe Rand. I'm the Chief Creative Officer of Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I've worked with all of you for 20 years or so. It does seem that way. <laughs> Good morning, Joe. Welcome. We're so so excited to have you join us today. Yeah, everybody. Thank you for having me. Yeah, has everybody had a, a good uh, Mother's Day weekend? Uh, for sure. Um, got to see my mom and my sister and my niece, my nephew, and my kids. So uh, that was a big win. Yeah. Me too. Absolutely. Saw my kids. Saw my my kids live with me. I can't get rid of them. So I see them every day. But I also got to see my mother and some um, nieces and nephews. And it was kind of, it was nice. And the day started out pretty nicely. But then it, uh, you know, kind of got freezing well, cold right around yeah, did. three, well, four o'clock, right? Well, we spent a lot of time together on Saturday. Uh-huh. So I actually had an appointment yesterday morning. Yeah, hear yes. that, Joe? <laughs> you worked on Mother's Day, so we're gonna we're you gonna. You worked on Mother's Day. Oh my God! Yes. They're old clients who want to buy a house. Never, never <laughs> ask anybody to do that. I know they apologized. You know, um, <laughs> before we get into our topic today, let's quickly just go over what's been going on this week with us in the in the market, right? I mean, I don't know what you've been doing, you guys. I don't always know what you're all doing, but right. I put a, a rental listing on, and I think I got fifty or more. Um, not applications, but calls and several applications that I'm going over. And wow. I think people are about to, you know, just kill each other over this rental, That's... which, you know, three bedroom, two bath ranch, 1200 square feet in Goshen, no. $2,500. Yeah. And I, I am blown away about by how many people contacted me over this. Yeah, but it's, it's, well, it's insane. Well, as you know, as the housing market is so tight and people really do want to move and they're they feel very frustrated with the current market, renting seems like a great option, but we have no rental inventory either. No, I know. I yeah, I have another one coming on this week too, and I'm sort of afraid. <laughs> <laughs> have you cleared cleared the decks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think what I'm probably going to do because there's a tenant in this one is do an open house for it. Right. You know, it's maybe one during the day, one day this week, and then one in the evening, so that I can just everybody can come in at one time because I can't keep going you, back. You'll and forth. need it's help. Just too much. You'll need help. Yeah. 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 I probably will. It's just it's out. It it's. A lot. It's well, a that's, lot. That's and I feel we, bad. That's why we have Joe on. I know. That's exactly. Well, that was my segue, right? <laughs> so on a, I will say uh, on a on a nice change of uh, of effort for me, I actually had three listing appointments this week. Well, that was great. Um, it was great. And um, one of them was for a spectacular home. And as we were talking about, uh, you know, I was competing against a team and apparently that was the big I'm going to sell I'm going to sell she sold like the team how many how much support um unfortunately I didn't know that who I was competing against so I didn't have that objection prepared you, for you could have used all of us as that's a team, correct especially yeah, out of our office team. we work as a team I know so I was uh I was disappointed on that but I think the other uh the other two are going to come to fruition so okay, um, at least I think our message of if you're thinking about selling any time in the next few years now is the time is starting to get out there because I am starting to get more 
more calls about people wanting to know what their house is worth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, handling the, you know, even if I list, you know, what happens next conversation. Well, that's the, that's the right? question that we have to have, we have with each one of these sellers is what, what we're right, going where, to do. What are they going to do if the house sells in 15 minutes? And that's where do they go? Correct. And where do they go? So, you know, I, I talk to them about making sure that when we list, we have verbiage about, you know, sale contingent upon, you know, seller finding suitable housing and, um, you know, that the right buyer, the best offer may not may not be the highest number it may be the person who can offer the most flexibility right so you know that's that's sort of what we talk about at the conditions are always so important yeah Mm -hmm. at the listing at the listing presentation um so but as part of um you know part of what we're going to talk about today joe has put together some some really nice pieces of information for both buyers and sellers about the market we're in today um joe do you want to introduce your your pieces and we call it we call it the sweet spot, and the idea is that. And, and let me back up for a second, just to say that there, I, my whole approach to the real estate business is to is to be honest and transparent, and provide people with a great service experience and the right information. And we've been doing our quarterly market report for about seventeen, eighteen years, where every quarter we analyze the market. And we tell you the truth, whether it's good, bad, what's going on, and you know, good or bad are always subjective opinions based on where you are in the market. You know, are you owning? Are you renting? Whatever. I mean, the, the market's different things to different people, and so we don't try to. You know, we have clients at every aspect. We have clients who are buying, who are renting, who are leasing, who are uh, selling, who are owning and just holding. And so we don't we don't make subjective determinations of what's going on in the market. We just tell you, here's what. Here's what sales did, and here's what sales are likely to do. Here's where prices are going, and and whatnot. And I can remember telling people in the, you know, 15 years ago that 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 prices had really gone to a point that there was some concern, um, and we were honest with people about that. Right. Um, and so I'm always very careful about how I talk about the market, but and and I hate it when people are always like, you know, uh, you know, real estate agents always think it's a good time to buy, always think it's a good time to sell. Because, you know, there is a stereotype out there and there is some, you know, concern about people who do shill for the market. All that said, right now is that sweet spot. Right now, it actually is a really good time to both buy or sell a home. And the reason for that is just because of where interest rates are right now. Because interest rates being where they are, down below 3% on average for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, you can satisfy both the seller's need and the buyer's need. The seller can get the price they want and the buyer can get the payment they want. And that's not always the case. You know, it's, it's not, uh, there's not always a market where both sides can get what they want. But when interest rates are like this, they solve a lot of problems in the market. Um, and so what we're trying to get out is the message to sellers that, you know, you can wait. You know, you, you think, you know, oh, well, things are going up. Maybe they'll keep going up and I'll sell next year. But if interest rates go up, well, that's going to have a drag on prices. And what we say to buyers is, um, you know, you think, well, now's not a good time to buy a home because prices are going up. Well, you know, if interest rates go up, even if prices go down, your payment might go up. I mean, we might be looking at a year or two from now where both prices are lower than they are right now, but payments are higher. Uh, so, you know, like I say, right now, the sweet spot, good for both buyers and sellers. It's a, it's a hard pill for some people to swallow the, you know, the idea that that they are because they think they're paying, they are paying more, but the interest rate obviously makes a difference. And, you know, I don't know that most people understand that the what the difference can be. 
Right, like the teeter-totter. It, yeah. Like what you're, it, what it, you're, you're talking about, we, obviously. We, we, we did put together that. We put together two pieces, one for buyers, one for sellers. And they're mm-hmm. both available. Uh, you know, I'm sure if they contact you, you can get a copy of it. Yeah, we have them we here with us right now. They're in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a sweet spot for buyers and a sweet spot for sellers. And it just explains why it's such a good market for both sides. Um, and and it, again, it's, 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 saying to, it's saying to the sellers, hey, it's, a, it's also a good time to buy. It's not like you're taking advantage of people. Uh, you know, you're getting over on them. You're not getting over on them because it's a really good time for them to buy as well. And the thing is, what inter- when interest rates go up, what people don't realize is right now, at today's rates, they can borrow $100,000 at about a little more than $400 a month. Okay, so if they were to buy, get a loan for $300,000, it would be costing them a little more than, say, $1,200, maybe $1,250, $1,260 a month at today's rates if they qualify for the, you know, the best possible rate for a mortgage. Otherwise, it'll go up. But it'll go up you know, at, their, at their qualification level. The rates, as they go up, they go up for everybody. Um, but if rates even go up by, you know, half a point in the next year, that takes about, I think it's about 15, 20%. Um, it will take away from the amount of money you can, you can purchase a home. It's like your, your, your payment will go up about 15, 20% just by rates going up half a point. Um, we have, we have graphs in the, in the piece that will go through it, uh, really very carefully so you can see exactly what, um, how it goes up. But just to give you an idea, we calculated it based on, uh, you know, if you were to borrow $100,000, what would your payment look like? And, you know, the, the payment, your payment at 3% for, let's say, let's say you have wanted a, a let's put it this way. Let's say you want to keep your payment to $1,000, right? $1,000 a month. Right now you can borrow for $1,000 a month. You can borrow about $240,000, all right, at 3%. At 4%, you can't borrow $237,000, $240,000 anymore. You can borrow $210,000. So your borrowing power just went down by about $20,000, just going up the rates going up from 3 to 4%. And 4% is where rates were 18 months ago. It's not like they're unthinkable for this to go up to that point. It's not at all. It's not at all. We're going to have to take a quick break, and we'll continue this conversation when we come back. Thanks, Joe. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.brandrealty.com. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. 
As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com. And let's get together. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. Hi, this is Michael Newhart, Mayor of the Village of Warwick, inviting you to tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to Village Life and learn about the village happenings. Call and share your ideas, comments, and suggestions, and be part of the show with me and Mary Kalora. I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning, and welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. Uh, today being hosted with myself, Christine Koenig, uh, Grace Warren and Marsha Talbot, all with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, um, and our amazing guest for the day, Mr. Joe Rand of Rand Realty. So uh, thank you again for having me. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for coming on. Um, your insight is always so valuable, and um, you know we get to hear you all the time. Our listeners don't, so um, thank you again. So before we continue, though, let's give out the phone number, which is eight four five six five one 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 zero, in case anybody would like to give us a call and ask Joe anything or us anything. And also, you guys can text in, right? Some people are a little leery to ha- be on the radio. So if you have a question for us, you can text us at 845-328-0886. And uh, that comes right into the studio. All right. So we were talking. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. So just, yeah, just so people know, um, I want to plug a quick thing that on Wednesday at noon, uh, I'll be on Facebook live. If they go to the Howard Hanna Rand Realty Facebook page, uh, they can find it. Uh, they'll just be able to listen. I'll be presenting on the whole sweet spot concept as well as I'll have all the graphs and all the charts. And again, if they want to see the charts and the graphs and read the analysis and at their own leisure i'm sure they can contact any of the three of you and get a copy of it so it's not just listen to it now sure we can email it to you we can print it for you however you want to take a look at it but they have a preview which is great thank you joe yeah so um you know one of the one of the things i love most about um about this is the chart that you have that talks about um you know your the affordability year by year right and you have like the charts that kind of talk not only just about the you know what the mortgage rates have been right over over the course of the last i don't know looks like 100 years but 50 years yeah 50 years 50 years (laughs) listen the type is very tiny and even with my glasses on um you know but then you know but then you have that monthly payment chart and affordability and to me i think that really says says so much about um you know that the impression about how expensive housing has gotten this year versus the reality of what what a what your monthly payment is, as you stated before, because of the low interest rates and how it's that teeter totter that you don't, you know, especially younger buyers have no perspective on whatsoever. So um, do you want to maybe address that a little bit? Yeah. I'll do, so the, basically what you're talking about is something we call the affordability graph. And we, we have it a lot. When we do the quarterly market report, we usually update it. Uh, but it's obviously a, a central part of the sweet spot is the idea that if you look at the monthly payment that an Orange County home buyer has to make right now to buy the average priced home in Orange County, it's lower than it's been at any time since 1994, which is the date for which we first have data. But 
it's probably lower than any time since the 70s uh, because if you track the data going back earlier, we don't have the average home prices for Orange County going back that far, but we have them going back that far for Westchester County, uh, and they're lower. I mean, if, if, and Westchester and Orange, you know, generally track. You know, when they when one goes up, the other one goes up. One goes down, the other one goes down. And Westchester, the average uh, monthly payment to buy a home right now is lower than it's been any time since the 70s. So Orange County, definitely the average monthly payment. Now, how do we calculate this? Very simply, we take the average price of the home for every year. Then we take the interest rate, the average interest rate for 30-year fixed-rate mortgage for that year. So like 1994, what was the interest rate? What was the average payment? What was the average um, uh, uh, price of a home? And then we figure out what would the payment have been in 1994. And then we factor in inflation because you can't just look at it in terms of the price. You have to look at it in terms of what it would be in today's dollars. And if you do that, what you find is because interest rates are so much lower now than they were then, and because prices really haven't gone up much since the, I mean, they, they went down after 09 and then they've been coming back and they're now up but they're back up to basically where they were in 2005. So, you know, prices, they may seem like they're really high, but they're where they were during the last seller's market. But rates are two points below that, which means that the monthly payment is well below where it was back in the last seller's market. And that's the key thing is that most people, when they buy their primary residence, they're not buying it for cash. They're buying it with a mortgage. And the key point of affordability, if you talk to any loan officer, is you know, what's your payment going to be? And can you afford the monthly payment? And right now, in real terms, inflation-adjusted terms, the monthly payment to buy a home in Orange County is lower than it's been in at least 40 years. At least 40 years. That's, and that's huge. It's it, amazing it is, to it, comprehend. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's very hard for people to understand that. Right. No, but and this is this perfectly represents that. Right. To, when, you need to, when you're sitting down with a, a buyer to see that. No, and when you're sitting and counseling someone who is trying to put an offer together, right? And you know, you're you're talking about escalation clauses and how high is too high to go and what is the value of that house and um you know, to be able to illustrate to them to say, "Listen, I know that these numbers feel um, you know, feel hard to wrap your head around, right? However, if you're looking at what you can afford, right, per month, where your payment is, right? And setting you up, right? How how far how far is comfortable for you? And then let's let's back out of it that way in order to build an offer that makes sense, right? Um, you know, as as you know, and you know, I'm licensed in both states. I am seeing um, in competitive parts of New Jersey houses going for seventy five to one hundred thousand dollars over asking. And when you're sitting there and trying to help someone put an offer together and they're looking at a list price of 550 and you're telling them 625 is not going to be unreasonable and you still may not get it. It's a really hard conversation for someone who's new to the home buying market to wrap their head around. Um, yeah. So in, in practice, these are tough things. I mean, that's the, that's the, and, and uh, it's all sometimes based on that big number and, you know, what, like we always talk about, sometimes you want to, you want to actually bring it down to, well, what will the payment difference be? Right. Because the payment difference, when you're talking about a thirty or forty thousand dollar difference in the purchase price, when the pay, when the when the interest rate's three percent, that you know that's that's not. It might be a dollar a day, you know, and which you know a dollar a day for the next thirty years that that that's going to add up. But yeah, it adds up. But like on a daily basis, 
you know, the monthly payment you're going to make to buy that home every month is going to come out of your bank account. It's going to be $1,500 or it's going to be $1,580. Like, is that really going to, is that difference between $1,500 and $1,580 going to be that much of a change to your lifestyle? Or is it going to change your lifestyle to have the house that you really want to live in versus a house that is a settle, you know, or you didn't get it. You're still renting two years from now. Right. Um, that's the choice people have to make is that you're not buying the house for cash. You're buying it based on the payment. And even though prices have gone up in the last year, because rates have gone even down just a little bit in, in the last year, they, they've flattened in the last six months, but in a year, from a year ago, prices are up, but rates are down and the monthly payment is relatively stable. You know, you're paying about as much as a monthly payment as you were a year ago, even with all the price increases in Orange County. And that's a big deal. That's what you should be focused on. Not so much the top line of the price, but what's your payment going to be? What's coming out of your bank account every month? No, I think that's, uh, I think that is very good advice. And, you know, and that's also, I always throw my, my, my hat in the ring for Mike Van Mansart here, our Hudson United, yeah. uh, you know, <clears throat> co-host and sponsor. You know, that's why it's great to work with a good, um, a good mortgage person because Mike says that all of the time, right? His whole thing mm-hmm. is, what what can you afford to pay for month per month, and then let me you know make sure you're qualified for that. Um, and he'll you know ha- he's happy to sit down and, and tell you what that difference is going to be, and he'll layer in all the others, right? The pr- price of the home plus the taxes plus the insurance you know insurance. And everything so else. you understand big picture what 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 your, what is your all in going to be on a month by month basis, and is that a comf- is that comfortable for you to 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 live with? So. Yeah. And I think that's what most buyers don't actually know. Right. That's you correct. Know, they know how much they think they can afford to buy, but they don't know what the, the breakdown is. And yeah. Mike is great. Oh, and how would they know that, if it, especially if it's the first time, right? Internet. Everybody knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, if they're, if they're first time buying a home, what they see is, well, rates are 3%, but three months ago, they were 275 yes. And you just want to say to them, yeah, and two years ago they were 5%, you know, 4.5%. Like, these are really low. These these aren't just low rates. These are are historically bottom, you know, never seen before in 50 years, the rates that we've had for the last couple of years here, and that we still have. Um, And it really does make a difference. Now, it is a great time to buy. I just want to make one point, though, on a practical level, but you know this much better than I do because you work with buyers every day. From a financial standpoint, It's a good time to buy because of where rates are, even with prices up. But it's a hard time to buy. Like, you know as well as I do, it's it's cognitively challenging. It's psychologically hard. It's it's a grind because you have to move quick and you got to, you know, you you might lose out on some houses that you really like and it can take a while to get your offer accepted and the sellers make the buyers jump through hoops right now. So it's hard, right? I mean, yeah, that's the hard very, part. Yeah, it's certainly buyers have to have, they have to have stamina right now, for sure. Yeah, and, and you uh, know, I counsel people, the first thing I say to them is, you know, as we start, our, I'm like, don't fall in love with a house. You can fall mm. in like with a house. Don't let yourself <laughs> fall in love with the house. We're in a market where it's so competitive. And I don't, yeah. don't want to see you get discouraged because you've lost your dream home. So I know that somewhere deep inside you're going to say, I want to love this house. Don't love the house. Just like the house <laughs> until you get it. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're at a place. Let's take a quick break so that we can hear from our sponsors. And we'll come right back with Joe Rand um, with Howard Hanna Rand Realty.
is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Howard Hanna Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand throughout the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marciatalbot.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying and selling process. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Brian Barrett, host of Million Dollar Feeling, heard every Saturday at 9 a.m. Join me and my guests and learn how you can let go of your past and create a future filled with a million-dollar feeling. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Dr. Pierre-Louis, a clinical psychologist. I will take your calls and I will answer all your personal and business relationship questions, helping you create a life healthy in mind, body, and spirit every Friday at 11 a.m. WTBQ, GHT Weather. Mainly cloudy skies this morning, a passing shower, then becoming partly cloudy as you go through the day. Our high is about 60 or so. Tonight, partly cloudy and chilly, heading down to around 40. Tomorrow, look for sun and some clouds. And again, highs get up to about 60. Becomes rather windy in the afternoon. Fair skies tomorrow night to partly cloudy conditions, heading down to near 40 again. And on Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny skies, highs into the lower 60s. I'm WeatherWorks Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. WTBQ. I'm going to make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. Uh, I am hosting today with my good buddies. This is Marcia Talbot of Howard Hanaran Realty. Grace Warren from Howard Hanaran Realty. And Christine Koenig. We're not always in here all together. Right. right. With our special guest, Joe Rand, the creative director for Howard Hanaran Realty. So, Hello, everybody. So, Joe, during the during our commercial break, um, the station manager came in to say that someone had called in um, and asked, you know, didn't want to be on air, but asked the following question. She said, with all this tight inventory, um, what is happening with new construction? So I thought I would uh, kind of throw throw that to you a little bit. I mean, and we then... have our opinion, but let's hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, here's the, the challenge with new construction is that, and, and what's happening on the ground, you're, you're in a million times better position to be able to answer than I would. But what I'll say is there's two challenges right now in new construction. One is that it's not going to help the inventory crunch that we have right now because anything that's, you know, uh, that's not fully built out right now is not going to be finished, you know, during this spring market uh, that people would be able to move. And the, the challenge right now with the inventory is that we need sellers to put their homes on the market, <laughs> which creates more inventory that when it sells, the people who bought it put their homes on the market and that creates, that's what reflows the market. The market's very tight right now for inventory. We need to reflow it. The other problem with new construction right now is that I, I, you, you tell me what's going on down there because I'm seeing new construction become very chilled by the fact that just contractors are crazy busy and the, um, 
materials are so expensive. Yeah. You know, lumber yeah. yes. is at an all-time high and all that sort of thing that, you know, right now it's not necessarily the best time for people to be buying lumber to put up a house no. uh, because it's, gonna, it's just going to be, you know, more expensive to build it new than it would be to buy something that's already built, you know? You, you know, I think people hear, like, uh, the price of materials has gone up, but just to put that in perspective, I was talking to a friend of mine over the weekend, and, um, you know, we're talking about how forever the price of a piece of plywood was like 8 to $10, right? <laughs> right? Now the price of a piece of plywood is somewhere between 45 and $60 for a piece of plywood. And, I mean, if you can even get it, if you can get your hands on something, you know, some good quality wood, too. We were building something, and we couldn't even find a straight 2 by 4 Right. So you really end up in, in that position where the cost to build the home at, right now in today's Today's world is it's almost impossible to find the materials if you didn't have them warehoused or stashed at some point in time prior yeah. to this. The and other I, issue, I, I'm sorry. The other issue too is land. It's not easy to find a good piece of land to build on right now and, you know, like you said, Joe, if so, if a builder is to come into the market right now and even buy like a larger parcel of land and subdivide it, that could take just the subdivision alone could take a year maybe longer than that yeah yeah so it doesn't help the situation right now no and i saw a chart somewhere and i, I cannot remember for the life of me where i saw it but it was talking about historically like like why kind of going back to this why are we in this in inventory crunch and so you know we know there are lots of different reasons but one of the ones that they were looking at is since the last you know since 2009 right um you know it kind of looked at decade by decade new housing inventory right and if you look at the bar chart of you know how many homes per year right were were built or even per decade um you know the last the last 10 years our our graph is is a third at, at to a quarter of what it has been previous decades so we just don't have the new homes that have come onto the market for 10 years we didn't build new homes mm -hmm. um, and now we have a whole generation of people starting families moving out of the city right ready to ready to you know to do that yep. have that suburban life we have um you know we have a lot of people retiring that want to have their little retirement place there's just a lot of added pressure and no new no new inventory that has been been building up over over the past right. decade or so because in 2009 a lot of the bill or 2008 and 2009 the builders were caught yeah, yeah. they were caught yeah and, and a lot so of those, they were very shy yep a lot of those developments yeah. went through bankruptcy and um and you even know. the people who who bought in those times um you know 2007 2006 that time you know they bought at such a high market they were foreclosed on yeah. it's not just the the builders they all were affected by the high prices that we had right. over there at that and time and again too. let's talk about the difference in the interest rates because the interest rates were so much greater they were yeah. about six percent back yeah. back then um so that's a significant you know monthly payment difference right even for the builders to hold hold their their, their properties exactly yeah. so, so we don't see that now right so actually. In, right so in, ter in terms of of new construction you know why don't we have a boom of new construction <laughs> right now I, I think that it is tough to get sub subdivisions approved mm -hmm. um, because no one wants new construction in their you know, ne next to them and, you know, towns over the past decade, at least here in Orange County, have changed what is like the requirements for building, right? I think in Warwick, right, if you're outside the village, I think you need a five acre lot I to build know. a new home. Depending four. upon where it is, four. it could be four. But depend but it, right. If not, you have to go through the the approved like the zoning board to change that right. zone. And, and it's if it's a long new process. construction and development and you want to do 
uh, different kinds of development. The, right, the like lots cluster. are smaller if yeah. you have open space. But, it but that has to be approved. Yeah. And it takes years. <laughs> it takes forever. It takes a long, long time. Yeah. Especially this year, because they weren't always having meetings. Right, right. And they couldn't get anything, you know, nothing could get done. I mean, that's what's happening here in this county, I think. Yeah. I'm sure it's like that all along. So, you know, so much of this is psychology of, you know, we talked a little while ago about the psychology of how buyers look at a home price and they say, oh, I can't afford that. I can't afford 450. Last year, I could have got it for 400. I can't bear to now pay 450. And then you say, well, Last year, your payment would have been this at 400, but rates have gone down. So now your payment would be, you know, not much higher, even though the price has gone up by $50,000. It's the same psychology. I mean, people are still spooked by what happened in from basically 07 to 2010. Uh, the builders took such a hard hit because they, they overbuilt. Um, and, um, and I think people, some, sometimes they remember the wrong lesson, particularly if they're young and they weren't really around, that they don't remember that. You know, we had a great seller's market all the way up to about 2005, maybe 2006. And then the next two years, 06 to 08, was really not a normal market. It was a market that was, was facilitated by really dumb, bad mortgage products that put people who really had no business buying a home at that point um, into homes with bad mortgages that exploded. Rates exploded after a year. That's where the foreclosures came from. The foreclosures didn't come from people who got... 30-year fixed-rate mortgages, even if they bought in 05 and 06. It was the people who got funky mortgages who, you know, the, they got it for 3% for two years, and then it went up to 6 or 7% or something, and they just they, they couldn't qualify under conventional means. But because they everybody was so manic to buy a home, they kept pushing prices up beyond where they should have been. Um, and that's the lesson. Is it, it, We're not – people say, oh, my God, it's 2005 all over again. It's no. not. Right now, it's like 2001, 2002. I mean, we are at the beginning of, I think, a pretty good run in the market. And if rates can stay low, um, then I think it's going to continue for a while. But I don't think the new construction is going to ride to the rescue because just the cost of the materials and, as you say, the difficulty in getting zoning approval. I mean, the problem is that when they should be building in 2012 and 2013, they don't think the prospects are good enough to build. But all the things they would have started building in 2012 and 2013 would be coming to market right now, and they'd be, you know, selling like hotcakes. But they, it's tough. It's tough to tell somebody who just took all the losses that developers took in nine and ten for them to get back on the horse and start building again uh, to have faith like that. Because and tough to get them to get financing to do it because the banks had taken it on the chin. Also, you know, it's okay. tough. The psychology is tough. So where does that leave us on our sellers? Right. Um, we're just the, sell the seller sweet spot is that, you know, as long as rates stay low, uh, and they've actually gone down in the last month or two, uh, from they, they'd gone up, then they came back down. Um, if rates can stay low and buyers can afford to stretch, it's a great time for sellers. And, you know, the, the, you know, we say what happens in a good market is prices go up and attempts people from the sidelines. Right now, you know, I think the price in Orange County now is at an all-time high, even in nominal terms. Um, and uh, and in terms of, you know, they can get the price they want, and they can sell quickly, and they can have a lot of negotiating leverage and power. And and I think the biggest challenge right now is not – I think the hardest thing – you guys referenced it before. The hardest thing right now with sellers is to convince them that it's okay to put their home on the market 
even though they need to buy something before they can move um, because they're just afraid of getting stuck, you know, between houses. And the fact is what they need to realize is that, that they can control that. They don't have to take an offer if the offer is going to force them out of the house before they're ready to move. Uh, they can put a contingency in, like you said, where they do not have to close until they find suitable housing for themselves, um, which takes a lot of the pressure off because they put the house on the market, they get a good offer, the offer gives them a lot of flexibility when to close, and then they start looking. And that's how the market opens up again, when people start to realize that they're not going to get stuck living in their parents' basement or, you know, in a hotel for three months or six months or something like that. It's going to, they'll be fine. They can control that process. They can, can, no, one, no one's going to force a seller to sign a contract or no one's going to force a seller to close until they're ready to close if they protect themselves with a good attorney. Yeah. Right? For sure, that's true. Um, I know that uh, I recently fell, had, a, had a situation where the sellers, uh, I had the buyers, and the sellers had said, listen, we need some time. We want 75 days and from the time of contract signing. And we said, you know, we, we, we were kind of, you know, the dominoes, right? Mm-hmm. So we, 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 we backtracked all the dominoes to see, you know, do we have that time? We do. We committed, right? And that was firm in writing, a date, hard in Jersey, and which is not an honor about. So um, two weeks before closing, I, we get this. So, yeah, we haven't found anything yet, um, so we're not going to close. <laughs> so um, there was a lot of legal, legal maneuvering going on there. Um, and um, uh, these guys, I, you know, they're not my clients, so I don't really know what, the, what was going on in their mind. But they, they hadn't even started looking. They had not in good faith made an effort to even find a place. I, again, I, d- I don't know what their agent was counseling them, but we ended up in this really tough situation. She was not, or he was not. That's correct, not (laughs) counseling them. Um, So I I will say the the attorneys did, you know, for the seller did find some, you know, case law and, you know, really said, listen, you you know, we gave you all this time, you you know, you're in advance. So they did some like really weird, like uh, time is of the essence in advance. due to the seller announcing that they were planning to break the contract. So they gave them this early time is of the essence. Anyway, it all, it all eventually worked out. I think that we ended up with an extra eight, eight to 10 days that we Which gave them. Nothing, and, yeah. Correct. And it, it's all going to go. But I mean, there's a lot on the legal end. You're right. And in, in this sort of a market, you do want really good representation because yes. it's not it's not as easy as just saying, oh, I agree to sell. I agree to buy title, title done. Hmm. Right. There's no, there's a lot you- more going on. And it's really important to be transparent with your agent. I mean, say to your agent, listen, I don't want to get myself in any position where I am going to be forced to close before I'm ready, before I found something suitable. And make sure your agent knows that, and then the agent can put it in agent remarks, and then all the buyers will be aware of that. They have to be flexible on closing dates. Uh, And then make sure the attorney knows not to put in a closing date that's going to be a hard date, that you're going to be have like a deadline uh, and to maybe even put in the contingency that the seller has to find a, a suitable housing before they close. And, you know, that, I think that's really important for sellers to understand because, uh, because they're so worried about getting caught up. And the idea is that, you know, you can put your home on the market. No one's going to force you to sign a contract. No one's going to force you to close. Um, and you can control that process because you have the negotiating leverage right now to do that. Yeah. And then once you're, you know, once you get some serious offers and you know that, then you really start looking in earnest. And, you know, it sounds like there's no inventory. I mean, there's inventory. You just talked about one of you said you went on three listing appointments this week. I mean, yep. there is inventory out there. You can buy something. 
And if you get the price that you want for your home, then it makes it a lot easier for you to afford the next home you're getting. And like right now, not a bad, you know, it's a good time to buy. It's a good time to sell. It's really not a bad time for you to sell and then buy. Again, if you can lock in that mortgage payment for the next 30 years, that is a, that's a great thing. I mean, I did my, I don't know if you all did your refinancing. I refinanced in the last three months and I've locked in a sub three rate for however long I want to live in my house. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very, it's a very warm feeling and a safe feeling to know that my monthly payment won't change during, you know, I'm 53, so I can stay this house for until I'm 83, and my payment will never be above where it is today, no matter yes, what happens. That okay. is nice. Hey, we're going to take, uh, take one, uh, one more commercial break, and we'll be right back. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansart now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. I'm Ryan the Goose Gosker. And this is Dr. Vin Prisbolinski. Saturday at 12.15, listen to Goose and Doc, the newest sports talk show. Goose and Doc serve you the perfect appetizer for your weekend sports feast. The Goose and Doc Show, Saturday at 12.15 on WTBQ and WGHT. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre. Right here, playing the best music. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, hosting today with Grace Warren and Marsha Talbot. Good morning. All from morning. Howard Hanna Rand Realty. <laughs> and we are here today with uh, with Joe Rand of the Rand family, um, sharing his insights into um, the fact that despite what you hear, it really is a great time to buy or sell um, your home. There's a sweet spot. That's the and sweet we're in spot it right now. <laughs> um, we have a question that came in um, from a text. So I'll read it. And it says, from a buyer's perspective, what takes the longest time in the buying process to get to closing? For example, trying to get a little, uh, get a title search, getting a survey completed, getting a home inspection done. I think we have to start sort of from the beginning, right? Right. Um, and explain because all of these things 
happen one right after the other and they don't all happen at the same time so one is um right you have to have one to get to the next right so um on the new york side you know you get yourself an accepted offer and you're right how long is it going to take um so the first thing that we do is the home inspection and you know sometimes right now it can take a week to get a home inspector in so you have to build in that time right then you get the inspection done you got to get some of those results back which can take a week so you know home inspection is a two-week window um, and you had to negotiate those items. So even though you might be rating, waiting for radon or water results to come in, you can be negotiating those other items on the sure. side. So as soon as that's taken care of, you can go to contract, right? So that's phase two is the contracting. Um, you know, and again, I'm finding doing contracts can take, which is in New York, can take upwards of a week and a half to two weeks to get to get. The attorneys are signed. are as busy as we are. Right. You know, they they probably have more clients than we do. Right. At a time, so and and they have to put these contracts out. You know, they're trying to get them out as quickly as they can, but it's it's taking it's taking some time. So a week, week and a half, maybe two weeks. But in if some we're cases. looking at statistics, it looks like a month. Yeah. Right. Correct. Between and, between the inspections until you're actually a contract it's right. approximately correct and then that's when that's when title really starts most most um attorneys will not order title until there's a signed contract right and so then you're going through that that title phase which can take you know right. at a minimum two to three weeks up to a month to do with For the, the titles and the title well, municipals in and some towns around here are taking five or six so weeks when we say municipals that means that the inspector has to check and they check out what was the in the building title. inspector this is the building inspector and they are swamped also yeah and so you know that and they're closed i mean they're closed to the public so there, there's a lot of delay right. in just the mechanics right and it. we have appraisals by the way also taking a little bit of extra time yep. so i mean i'm counseling people at this point in time that we are looking at a you know what used to be 45 to 60 day process is is more a 60 to, to, 75. to 75 day yeah. process in new york because we don't start with the contracts until after after all that other stuff in new jersey just because we have a lot of new jersey listeners um when you when you put an offer together it's a written contract and then there's a three-day attorney review process and then you do inspections while title is being done so i can close a house in new jersey much quicker than i can in new york just based on the standard business practice of what's happening there you know it used to be it says, that it took so long to get your mortgage approved right but that's not the case anymore. I think the mortgage process goes much faster these days. It's it's really the, it's the, the title other. and appraisal. appraisal thing that's really taking the time. But I also think that it has to do with who is holding your mortgage or who you're getting your mortgage from, mm -hmm. which For is sure. why we why we recommend um, we can't i sort of say howard the other thing too with hudson if, if you go the whole route there we have a little control over the title as well and how fast if it needs to be done faster we can call them and say hey we need to, to get this done quicker so it works it works to your benefit right so i have a question for joe do joe do you ever see things changing in our contract uh, our contract process closer to new jersey but west um, does it yeah the just to clarify the jersey process what happens is the you know the buyer agent will literally fill out the contract of sale with you know right. really not really filling out the legal terms just filling out kind of the negotiated contractual terms and then the seller they buyer signs it seller signs it and then an attorney reviews it and then the attorney sometimes 
add or change some stuff because they have a period of time in which they can do that. Every single um, time, Joe, every single time. <laughs> every single time they do that, okay. <laughs> which means that it's really not that. I mean, it's really, you know, when they say the attorneys aren't involved in New Jersey, they really are just Oh, we involved. know they the are. The difference is <laughs> yeah. that. The difference, but like sometimes buyers and sellers think that, oh, it's, it's a non-attorney state, but the attorneys really do get their hands in it. And then the, um, the difference is just that the contract starts with the, you know, with the agent. But again, nobody's ever bound to anything until after the attorneys have given the final okay. Yeah. So you're always right. like, even if you make an offer on a contract, there's a, a attorney review period where the attorney can always tell you, oh, wait, something happened with this that you don't want to go ahead with it. Um, do I see it changing in New York to be closer to the New Jersey process? I don't see it certainly going any further than that. I mean, the best that could happen would be that New York, we get to the point that the agents can fill out a contract, which is kind of what, I mean, which is what agents do north of Albany. Yes. Uh, so it's not, a, it's not a state legal thing. It's just more common practice that the bar associations, they like to have a little more control over the contract. And we'd have to work it out with them because the, in order for us to, to, for agents to do a contract, it needs to be approved by the state bar, and they haven't approved, or not the state bar, the county bar, mm. and they haven't approved the new contract in years. So the, the one that we would use would be a little out of date, so no one really wants to do that. Um, and I don't think it makes, I mean, here's the thing, you know, it's a little frustrating sometimes because the attorneys can, can delay the process, but I don't think that's the real cause of, of delays in the total transaction. And the, the thing that people, you know, the question raised, you know, what takes longer, this or that, the, the, you know, a, a strong agent like you are um, working with a good team of mortgage and title people can streamline that process. And a lot of it depends on the buyer herself or the seller herself that, you know, if you're engaged in the process and you're quick to respond, you know, when your lender says, I need this form and you go get it that day, not like a week later, you go get it that day, your process will go quicker, you know, um, and... So you have a lot of control over that, and, and a good team can move you, move you forward. And the thing that takes the most time, and it, it wasn't even part of the question, but the thing that will take the most time from contract to closing is the, is the buyer getting a mortgage. I mean, that's the, that's the one that takes a lot of effort and a lot of time is just that the mortgage process is very labor-intensive and document-intensive, and you have to go through that. But that's no different now than it's been for 25 years. So it's not like it's any harder, that process now, than it normally is. The thing that's harder now than in an average market is really the front part of the process. It's the, it's the finding a house in a very tight inventory market and getting through the gauntlet of multiple offer situations and bidding wars and all that other stuff. I, I certainly agree that that is the real challenge. There are people I've been working with for six or seven months now. They're just in such a tight price point that every time we put an offer, and it doesn't matter how fast we get there, Right or how strong the offer, we're still going to be competing against twenty to thirty people, and that's just the reality. And so when I have, you know, I've started counseling people, to, you know, at the lower price range. If they have three hundred thousand is their number, I'm counseling them to look at two fifty to two seventy five because they're going to have to go over ask in every case. It's you know, it's it's a it's yeah. a total different, it's a different way to counsel people, um, you know, and it's and it's super, as you know, frustrating. So it is a lot of time for a buyer to to get into a position where they have secured the house and then still counsel them not to get too excited because in this market <laughs> and that, they can still get scooped. Don't yeah. fall in love. I love that. Right. Don't well, fall in love. The, 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 the getting scooped is a whole other issue because people are, are, are just 
putting more offers and they keep putting them in and putting them in. And, you know, it, it's very enticing to a seller to continue looking at offers and they can do that. They, they can do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we try our best to say, you know, with this offer, right, we'll do inspections right away. As soon as inspections are done, will you please take it off the market? Right. Like trying to build that in. Um, I've had people ask me before my listings like that, that, you know, we're going to come this much over, but we want you to, we want to know that, you know, you're going to honor honor this process uh, in some way, shape, or form. But even well, if you take it off the market as an agent, there are other agents that will could will still submit another offer, like with, with they people. They already saw it. Yeah, they saw like, it last yeah, week. So they, like, you know, they don't have to. What if I come up, up another $10,000? What if I come up another $20,000? Will your client, you know, think about that? And, and it's hard for a seller to not think about right, that. Yeah, for sure. But I have seen people say, on both ways, yeah. I, I yeah. gave my word, yes, and I'm going to stick with it. And often, when the, some of those offers are so much higher, what happens during the inspection process, right, or, or the appraisal process, or the appraisal? And that's our big, right. our big fear, right? Is and, the appraisal? Well, and that that goes back to you know when you're representing the seller, trying to figure out what is truly the the highest and best offer, right? Sometimes something a little low with more cash down is really the best exactly. offer to handle the appraisal scenario, although. You know, I know there have been some appraisal issues. I have been finding appraisers are doing a pretty good job keeping up with the market, at least right now. So, yeah, I, I think so. I think they um, have. But I will say we are right towards the end of our show. Joe, we got about 30 seconds. Any final words of wisdom on our way out the door? I'll just follow up with what you were just saying. I would say to any buyer who's looking to buy a home, be ready to pounce. Know the market. If you find the house that you like, make an offer that day. Be prepared to negotiate. Be prepared to get your... Uh, get the inspection done as quickly as you can. Get your attorney on notice that you want that contract returned in 12 hours. You know, you want it back to the seller with your signature on it. Don't give other people time to jump your deal, you know? Yeah. Move quick. Good, good you got to jump, you got to jump, jump, jump fast to get the, you know, once you've found the house, you got to move fast. That's, that's what I would tell people. Thank you, you so much Thanks for Joe. joining us. Thanks, Joe. It was Have, great thank talking you, to you today. Have a great week, everyone. Mm-hmm.